Hey, everybody. It's Robert from the So So Scrutiny Podcast, and I got my co-host over there, Corey Stocks, Shattered Hope Rocks. <laughs> and then we got a guest today of that same band, Nick Walker. Look out for the Night Stalker. That's <laughs> creepy out there. Uh, yeah, so Nick, uh, Nick and I have known each other for a few years. Oh, let's see, 2012 maybe? 2011? Maybe, maybe? yes. Maybe, maybe, 2000, maybe 2010, yeah, maybe even that early. Somewhere around there. Uh, uh, Nick has, was in a band called A Shattered Hope, and at the time I was in a band called, well, Sky Harbor, and then that turned into Greater Heights. But, you know, <laughs> members lived with each other and played with each other and, well, that sounded weird, uh, played music together, and, uh, you know, we had a great time, so we're going to re- reminisce on some of those times back in the day. And uh, but we're also going to review some albums today. Uh, Seaway, Touche Amore, and Fever three 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 just put out some new albums, so we're going to talk about that. Um, let's get into some unofficial sponsors, though, gentlemen. Ro- uh, Ro- I was going to call you Robert. What the fuck? <laughs> drinking too much, Corey. What are you drinking over there, bud? What am I drinking? Oh shit! Well, I'm you drinking finished. St- you finished the actual unofficial sponsor. Yeah, you already so, finished it. So I finished my Carl Strauss Boat Shoes IPA. That's what I'm drinking with Galaxy Hops. I don't know what. I don't know. I that. don't know the differences between hops. The I like IPAs. Comment or something. It's pretty good. And now I'm drinking Tiki Escape IPA by Stone. And then I also have a Four Sons in uh, waiting on deck right now. Nick, are you drinking anything at all? I have my uh, trusty tall can of Budweiser because Hell that's yeah. what we do in the Midwest. That's, the, that's definitely the official, <laughs> unofficial drink of Nick Walker. Right but there. just in case, uh, these were on sale, so uh, Coors, if oh, you want to pay me banquet. too, you know, I got a few of those just on standby, so... No, no, pe- no, Peach Andre, huh? No, <laughs> we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into that. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that. Man, the bank. That's those, an inside joke. Yeah, those banquet beers are great, though. The course that is a good one. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Um, also, I I just picked up a um, a bottle of the new Nineteen Crimes with the new Snoop Dogg. Oh, uh, is that good? It's it's pretty good. It's it's sweeter than I I like that the Nineteen Crimes wines. Yeah, across they're, the board, pretty much, and they're kind of a little harsh, a little dry. This one's a little sweet, mm. um, but it's really cool. If you guys don't know, buy the wine and then download the app because then you can do like this cool AR yeah. face thing on the bottle, and it's super futuristic. And, and Snoop Dogg says some really funny things to you. <laughs> um, also, uh, an official sponsor, actually, Corey, an official sponsor of today, Dead Wolves. They actually huh. messaged me on the side and Venmoed me like 25 bucks. And we're mm. like, hey, we know Nick Walker is on the show. We don't really like him, but he's going to be mentioning the band a little bit. Can you mention <laughs> the band? So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I don't know if you know that. They they uh, they made us an official sponsor, Nick. Oh, did they? Re- and that's great because they can't actually afford the E in Wolves. So now they <laughs> might be able to actually, with enough album sales, put the fucking yeah, E so in their name. With our po- with our podcast alone, yeah. we're going to give you that E, guys. So Thank anyone go listen to Dead Wolves. They we'll can, get into his band in a little bit. They can finally oh, no, wheel a awesome, fortune though. and buy a fucking bow. It's driving me nuts, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it'd be great. Uh, and then I, I also see that you're wearing some Violent Gentlemen. We do like that brand a lot. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's a good one. There are some good dudes out there. I, I'm waiting on some my chain reaction violent gentleman merch. Oh yeah, I got my thrice shirt. Hell yeah, I saw that one. Super stoked. Did you get any of that stuff? I know I know chain wasn't really like your hometown thing. No, but, you but saw I was, was going on. I was really happy to see they were doing that because chain we used to play there quite a bit, and it's you know it's it's iconic. Like everybody knows chain reaction, even people that have never been out to the West Coast. 
it's oh, kind of the, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it out there. It's kind of man. the CBGBs of CBGBs of West Coast. I mean, newer, you know, it's kind of is. It's well, where a lot of bands got discovered and yeah. got to a new audience. The West Coast, I mean, that's a huge audience to get to the West Coast. So good on Shane. They saved enough money to get through a year of not opening. So maybe we'll see them in a that's, year again. Dude, so that's crazy. pretty incredible. Like yeah. a year of not being closed down from that. That's awesome. Crazy. I heard the number was like $100,000. Jeez. Was that's it really? To, Amazing. To like stay open but closed, basically, until they finally, California lets doing shows. But Hell who knows yeah. when that's going to be. Um, all right. So well, we're have any other venues out there? Have any other venues out there? Have they like Slide Bar, closed? Roxy, any of that kind of shit? Like. Have they closed? Uh, or they stole. Huh. The only close, the closest thing they're doing are like the drive-in, well, their car stuff. Well, no, he, I think he's saying like, are have they closed down? Oh. Like, uh, Slide Bar. I yeah, is anything I else shut by, down? I don't think I don't think Slide Bar has because I drove. I was over there and they still like signage and everything's up. The guys of Lit own that place, so yeah. I mean, maybe their royalties are finally keeping it open. Um, yeah, but Observatory, maybe. like that, that's another like big yeah. thing around here. I don't think I've heard anything from them. Mm. No. Yeah, I think chain a chain is a different animal. Like they're a lot smaller than those other places, and they do have to keep their doors yeah. open. And it's, it's good, good, good on them. Yeah. I heard the Doll Hut though. My aunt's old bar is having shows like ille- oh, illegally. God. Oh really? <laughs> so you know what? Good on them, dude. That's fucking punk rock. That's what that yeah. place it should is be. Punk rock, but yeah, go have a beer, Doll Hut. Uh, cool. Um, let's get into. Let's turn this fucking weird music down. Um, <laughs> this week. Let's let's shoot the shit a little bit. Uh, and we got some big news with Corey. We'll get to that a little bit. Uh, this week, I didn't do much. I had a week off. I had a whole month where I was working, and I needed a fucking week where I could sleep. And I made some ice cream. That was the big <laughs> highlight of my week. I made a <laughs> bunch of ice cream. I got a home churner. What does that call it? A churner? Churn, turn, turner? Whatever. And I made a bunch of ice cream. That's about it. Corey, <laughs> or, uh, no, Nick, what'd you do this week? Are you working, bud? Yeah, Is uh, COVID thing? never stopped working to work for a company that does uh, helicopters. They do all the news like gathering and stuff. So like any helicopter stuff you see on your local news channel that nobody 35 and under really watches, we're capturing. <laughs> um, but uh, never stopped working. So sitting in an office and uh, crunching numbers. It's a great time. So did you have to did you have to lo- like leave the office, though, at some point? Did you got to come back or how'd that work? No, they uh, they sent a lot of the older people home and uh, they told me to come in every single day. So I worked from home two days uh, during the entire pandemic. So, yeah, it was great. Got to do all kinds of shit. You're you're lucky on that side, you know? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people didn't get to work. Yeah, that was that was the good part. The bad part was I didn't get to watch Price is Right, catch up on soap operas, you know, all that fun (laughs) stuff. So the crucial stuff that true Americans do. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious. I didn't, I didn't know you worked for this company. Um, I knew you, it seemed like you had just like an office, like, um, another HD supply type job. Cause I know you worked yeah. there right, for a little bit. I worked there a little bit too. Uh, what is this? You, it's helicopters that do news things. Yeah. So the, what? the main function of our business is we, uh, own and lease out helicopters to, uh, news channels throughout the nation. Oh, and, uh, okay. so like when you see a, a high speed car chase or whatever, that's typically one of our helicopters and one of our employees flying it and filming it at the same time. Wow. That's awesome. That's big in California (laughs) for sure. Yeah. And the coolest Uh, part is uh, I have zero to do with any of the cool part of it. I just pay those people and do accounting for it. So 
It's awesome that I don't do anything to do with helicopters. And I've never even been in a helicopter. I, that was my next question. Have you even, <laughs> even been in a helicopter? No, no. I haven't even been. I, I've been in a helicopter. I flew over the Grand Canyon. Beat that. Oh, no, no, sorry. Not the, not the Grand Canyon. Uh, the Hoover Dam. That's what it was. Hoover Dam. It's pretty awesome. I suggest anyone has a chance. If you're on vacation, you come across like a helicopter thing, spend the money. It's fucking worth it. It's pretty cool. Um, well, that's that's awesome. That's awesome, Nick. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's bringing home the bucks, what? though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. What does your What does Molly do? What does your wife do? She's a polysomnographer. Whoa! Did you just sneeze? What did you say? Yeah, it's a really <laughs> big word. And I never knew what that meant, but she does um, sleep studies on uh, uh, specifically oh. on children. She does 18 and under. She works at Children's Hospital out here. So oh, that's awesome. She does sleep studies wow. on a lot of kids and uh, it's either they have special needs or they're sick or they're just really fucking fat. You know, one of those three categories is what she does sleep studies on. So that's interesting. That's pretty yeah. cool. It, her job's cooler than yours, dude. Sorry. It is immensely cooler than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of kids, we have a huge announcement what? on the podcast that we've been saving for a while. Corey, oh, we'll take yeah. it from here. Um, so it's been a hell of a, what, three years, but my wife and I, Liz, are having a little baby girl. Woo! Um, so we're... We're uh, really stoked on that. It's been quite a journey, and it's been extremely painful. Um, we had to Especially go Especially on through, her. Give yeah. Giving give props to you, Liz. I get a little teary-eyed thinking about it so every do day. I, you know, dude. But I, behind the scenes, I've been you know doing the podcast for over two years now, almost, when we first started. I've been seeing behind the scenes, and you've been telling me, and yeah, so it's, it's a relief off my shoulders too. I've wanted the <laughs> listeners to know for a while too. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, there, you know, there'll be a time and place in like where I'll go really into detail about like the whole process, but we had to go through IVF. Can I, can and, I set that up real quick? We're gonna yeah. do a crossover episode with my other podcast with my cousin Ashley. What's your position? Where it's a sexual kind of dive into stuff, and we're gonna have Corey and Liz come on mm. and. Sh- Ashley's going to grill you guys. Get ready for the oh, questions. Yeah, for She's sure. going to bring them on. And it's going to be a great episode. It's coming up in a, probably about a month. So but we'll see how it goes. It, it's it's a hell of a yeah. time. And like the money and the just all the emotions you go through. So we'll, we'll eventually do, you know, an episode on our little journey. But we had to go through IVF. And we're thankful. We You know, we have a little girl on the way. And awesome. we're super, super excited. Um, I've always wanted a girl. So we were like, oh, like when we have a kid, and it's like, you don't know what you're going to have and you don't know if you can. You and guys then, basically got to choose. Though, yes, which we is did. so like the movie Gattaca it's, in my head. It's so weird. It's kind of, it's kind of a weird concept, but it's, but it's, there was, it's amazing. At one point, there was a choice, chance for a boy, though, right? There are a weird. few chances for boys. But right they now. put yeah. all the chips into the girl kind of thing and, yeah. and it worked out. So mm-hmm. yeah, cool. And we have a few yeah. name we have a few names in mind, but we'll we'll get to that later because I know that's still in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole, and, and Nick, you, Nicole Walker, Nicoletta Nick, Walker, just um, Nick. I got Rebe- a few of them. Rebe- Let's Roberta, just cut to the chase. Roberta. Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Nick, you have a, a sweet little girl. Um, yeah. How old is she? She's four. She'll be five in January. And I gotta oh. say, man, girls so much better than boys. Uh, little boys just like to tear shit up. Little girls are just the sweetest, nicest fucking oh, things in the world. It's awesome. So it's, excited. And it don't yeah. let anybody scare so wait, you so off. Wait, 
It's so Wait easy. Wait turn 13, though. <laughs> oh, I already, I'll tap out at that point. Uh, yeah, yeah, but right now, right now, zero to 13, it's pretty good. Yeah, today, yeah. I, I spent my day today watching football and making lemonade slash gummy bear popsicles with my daughter. Oh, like, that's amazing. That's the life. I want that. <laughs> it's, it's so Wait, easy. I, well, yeah, but Robert, you can do that with your a niece. I can do it without a kid. I'm a grown up. <laughs> I can watch football and make lemonade. Yeah. 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 You, you can do it with the little girl I have. There you go. And I'm hoping I'm going to make her a Thursday fan over a Thrice fan. Oh, hell yeah. No, yeah, that. that's going to happen. Or neither. She could just not like, you know, bad music. But, you know, that's oh. See, this is what I I was warning you, Nick. Or I was warning Corey. I knew he was going to bring it. Oh, we're good. Uh, it's uh, fine. Corey, do you got any uh, questions as a, you know, I just like, what is your dad? Like, what's your favorite part of being like a girl dad? Like a girl dad. That's what they call Like when you have a little girl, like what's your favorite part of that? Because uh, I know it, it's having guys different. It's just it's it's all fun. And like like my recent most favorite was yesterday. Like she wanted to be from Trolls World Tour Queen Barb, who is the troll <laughs> of the rock and roll land. Um, which big mohawk patches, like, you know, metal, yeah. everything. But we I saw photos. It was very cute. Yeah, I walked her around trick or treat and everybody just went, oh, she's a punk rocker. And I was like, yeah, she is. And she loves that guy. It's just, <laughs> I don't know, just whatever they want to do, you just kind of let them do. And it's just, it's so easy and so fun. Like, I, but you're the, but you're the, the, the bowling lane bumpers. You're there to yeah. just keep them in the lane and don't let them run into the street and get killed and all that awful shit. But let them have fun. Let them get down the lane. Yeah, that's and, a good yeah. metaphor. And, Dads, that's a good <laughs> metaphor. And so many people told me, like, when I had a kid, oh, your life's over. You're going to have to do, do that. I, I just sang nine twinkle twinkles and put her to bed. And now I'm sitting down oh. here drinking a tall can of Budweiser. Your life doesn't change that much. You just yeah. have something more that you love. And then you get to drink beer. Um, you just put it off a little bit. It's <laughs> not going to be that bad, Corey. There you yeah, go. No, it's, it's great. I've, yeah, and we've wanted it like more than whatever, you know, anything we've wanted in a long time. So it's it's really cool to finally take that step. Yeah, it's I don't awesome. want kids. I don't want kids at all. Sorry, I'm on the other side. I don't want kids at all. But if I did, I would want a boy. But, but now you guys are kind of swaying me into the other side, like you know, because I want a boy to play baseball. But you know, another girl can play softball. You know, I want to. I want to make a little athlete. Dude, my that's, kid, where I, that's where my head goes. My kid went two for three in her last game at T-ball. Like I was wow. so happy. That's awesome. <laughs> she was awesome. She does, she does. She does gymnastics too, right? Yeah, gymnastics, T-ball, soccer, ice skating. Every I'm throwing her in everything oh and just gosh, seeing what sticks. Awesome. It's I creep on, that's so cool. I creep on your little girl all the time on your, <laughs> all right, well, your that's weird. Instagram. That's just a weird way to say that. <laughs> no, she's but no, you're no, you're right. I yeah. it's great to see her in the last you know, in the last month or so I've seen her play baseball, ice skate, and yeah. gymnastics. I'm like, those parents fucking rock. And I gotta give props for making your letting your little girl be a punk rocker for Halloween. My my parents let me do that, and that was that was huge. So cool. Yeah, you I know? saw that picture that of you. Good. The only thing that pissed me off was we had to remove patches from my jacket and put it on her jacket. And I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> That's yeah, part of being a it's dad. A bit, <laughs> dude, it's passing down that you know, passing it down into the next generation. But um, yeah, there's there's so much I want to do too. Like I I love mixed martial arts, so like awesome. throwing her into like Muay Thai and like uh, 
jujitsu yeah. and stuff like that and skating i want to do you skate with her at all like does she like skating at all or so i have a skateboard that i still ride and i've put her on it a couple times she's not the best yeah. at it um okay. so we will uh the jury's still out on that one but i'm i'm trying <laughs> I, like i said just i'm i'm doing the method of just putting her into everything Brother, yeah and if she likes mm. it we'll do it and if she hates it then screw it um but I really hope she wants to play an instrument. I'm pushing drums, Wait, guitar, that was bass. My next question. Oh yeah, that was my next fucking pushing question. Pushing it hard. But you need to, you need to trademark that. If she likes it, let's do it. <laughs> if she hates it, then screw yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's awesome. good. yeah, yeah. For can sure. I? Can I? Okay, so you mentioned instrument. You want to put her on bass because that's your instrument, right? Well, yeah, anything she wants to play, but bass, yeah. Can I? Can I throw out a thing? Because. One piece of advice as a non-kid person that doesn't want to have a kid, kind of focus her on piano. I'm, I'm yeah. either that or maybe guitar. Bass is good. That that'll it's in the guitar vein. But I'm telling you, piano that just opens up your eyes to way more instruments. Right. At least for me, that that was my own personal experience. My my parents. Uh, gave me piano lessons and I was super into it and it just opened my eyes and then that got me into bass and then that got me into guitar and then that got me into trumpet so and so on so at least remove at least you're making her play music make her play music it's it's it, that's one thing I think you should make her do but find the instrument she wants to yeah. play but I but focus it around piano just give her a piano yeah, it's, it's it's awesome. I love piano. I mean, didn't we all do that? Like we all like fucked around on a piano. And yeah, we but kids, once like, you know how it works, though, you know what I mean? Like at least the, the ABCs of how play of how playing a piano is. It, mm-hmm. it, it goes big. And, all right. Yeah. Well, no. And to this yeah. day, I regret my mom played piano and she wanted mm. to teach me my entire childhood. And I always said, no, that's for girls my whole life. And then at like 13, I got into like punk and was like, oh, I need to learn how to play guitar. Wish I would order to play the piano. Like just. Yeah, but, totally. But I am. The one good thing with girl, too, is I'm, I'm putting all the different liquors in front of her and she's big tequila. Like she's not so much whiskey or gin, but she has been <laughs> taken to the tequila. So, you know. <laughs> At least you're keeping her on like the low carb stuff. You know, oh, we're, ke- we're a keto family. Yeah, okay. No beer. Yeah. No keto beers. family, man. Even those Trulies and White Claws can, cl- you know, come up on you. But <laughs> the yeah. quote unquote girly drinks. Yeah. <laughs> clear, clear liquors. Speaking of, I'm opening up my uh, next four sons. Do you ever had four sons, Nick? Yeah, I have. What do you drink in there? beer, man. That's the uh, land of opportunity, blood orange. I'm actually, uh, I went to a bet, a bet with our friend Bird. Uh, beginning of the uh, what baseball you said season? Bert and Bert. I was Bird. thinking like, is this Sesame Street or <laughs> no? Just, He's just a know. big dude named Bird. Whoa! Um, he he. Uh, him and I did a bet beginning of the season with the Mariners and the Angels, and whoever had the better record at the end of the season had to do twelve a twelve pack from their, like their local beer brewery, yeah. and the Angels <laughs> lost by one fucking game. One fucking game. You guys were so worse gotta, than the Mariners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shut up. I know. Pretty awful. It's terrible. We're not gonna talk about baseball. <laughs> with Nick, you, wait, one. wait though, Nick. You like baseball? Well, I don't. I can't oh, yeah. start talking about baseball because we'll be here for seven hours and I'll start okay, screaming. No. The next one, and then the crying, next... and then screaming and crying, and it'll be a whole deal. And, got and the drinking. The drinking is in there somewhere, and it helps with the the crying. I got my Joe Kelly right here. Like, 
I'm not a Dodger uh, fan, but I am a Joe Kelly fan. I do like I Joe Kelly. He started as I the do. St. Louis Cardinal, greatest team in history. And uh, yeah, I was sad to see him there go. There you go. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather hear that than the Yankees. So there you go. Um, but yeah, dude, I want to have you back on. We'll talk movies and uh, baseball and sports on the next one. But Hell this yeah. one, we're talking music. It's all music. Cool. Let's get into our let's get into our reviews. Yeah, I got um, notes. The hell are we starting with? We're starting with Seaway. Thank God. Big vibe. Can play it, dude. I've been listening to this album all fucking month. Um, I saw Nick's reaction right now. I didn't. (laughs) Can you do the reaction again? I don't know. I Uh, I thought I saw a reaction that. (laughs) um, So I don't. Corey, did you listen to this band before this album at all? Uh, yes, like once or twice. I think, but not like a regular thing. I want to say, yeah, I want to say I saw him on tour with like Senses Fail or somebody like that. Okay, um, I I found him out during the album Colorblind. I really like that album a lot. Yeah, um, the one after that, Vacation. It's all right. I was like, oh, that's where they're going with this. Okay, but that led into Big Vibe. Um, it. After Vacation, this album makes a lot more sense, the direction they're going into. Super pop, radio pop. Um, as much as I love hardcore death metal, like to an extent, a Shattered Hope. I mean, this this is on the other spectrum of a Shattered Hope, basically. But I love both of those kind of things. And this this album is, is pretty great. Um, this is the title track, Big Vibe. Uh, great video, too. Did you see the video? No, he's typing on his phone. No. Sorry. No, 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 no. It's a good video. Very 90s. Um, let's go through the scrutiny scale a little bit. Um, there's some there's some things, bad things about it, though. I'm not say, I'm not giving it 100%. Um, Corey, what, what do you want to say about it? Dude, I... You know what? I understand how people could not like this record. I absolutely could understand it. Like... When I first heard it, I'm like, oh, people are either going to really like this record or really not like this record. And I like right away what caught me was like the 90s vibe. Like, I love that 90s vibe. I love it's got like almost like a surfy oh, kind yeah. of feel to the it. The Vacation album really yeah. put that into yeah. Um And just like almost Jimmy Eat world E in a way. Ooh, like, I like that. Yeah. And I not obviously not at that level but like <laughs> absolutely like mini not. jimmy world kinda. Yeah. um i can see that i think the production is great um didn't who worked brem falk i don't know there was a lot of names on this record yeah um i looked it up and i forgot God, but but i like i i kept wanting to come back and listen to it my wife and i've been listening to it we've been in a really good mood lately and just <laughs> like this kind of music is what we needed whether it's good or not we're like ah, whatever it's simple it's yeah pop, there's, there's really whatever even the like low songs are pretty you know? uh yeah like, yeah you know that's basically just them and this one uh wait where's mastering it's all just them basically it's just kind of them made it i guess uh nick you checked it out what do you think of it i know this yeah you're in kind of some heavy rock bands but i know you like the pop so um whenever i hear music like this it always takes me back to like sixth seventh eighth grade when i was listening to like messed uh good charlotte cartel uh bands like that and uh i i try to get over that like a nostalgia bump 
uh, of like, oh yeah, That's tough. I was That's comparing tough. it to that. Uh, but I got to tell you, I hated this so much. It hurt me. So the, I, I made a big note here. Uh, Mrs. David. Oh, there you go. I don't like that one. <laughs> okay. He, I don't like that. I'll put you on that one. I don't like that one. He, he says it so many times. I turned it off. I could not, I couldn't keep going on. I was like, I'm over it. And I, I just, I, I just kept thinking, oh, Robert is listening <laughs> is this to this. Song? Oh, this Robert. is the song. It's on right now. Miss David over and over and over and Robbie, over and over. Robert, Robert's got Robert a bottle of Jergens. Yeah. He's got the like, Jergens like in his hand. He's like, oh, Miss David. Mrs. Oh, my God. David. Uh, yeah. Just, I. I can't. There it is. I'm with See, you on that. I'm not I, saying it's a perfect album. This, no. The whole album to me is a, it's it's like a promotion for Pro Tools. I'm like, oh, here you go. Here, here's some fake drums. Here's some fake this. Everything's fake. It just love I, it. Uh, some of it was was okay. I can't argue that. Yeah, uh, I, I did enjoy some of it, but I uh, again, any kind of like pop punk or like more, this is more poppy than pop punk. It's just I always compare it to what I listened to back then when I was wearing the studded belt, had the glue gel yeah. in my hair, and I it just I it never does anything. It's, it's for hard me. not to. It doesn't. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't rock the same. Um, you see, all right, we're um next song there's another band there's another band i actually got vibes from i don't know if you guys have heard of uh bad sons have you guys heard of them you've mentioned Mm -hmm. them to me they're kind of like indie rock you'd probably hate them too if you don't like (laughs) this but like like kind of like indie rock but they sound like this but they're they're a little bit more like like badass like you know what i mean like i i don't know i i dig them wow look Um, at this Oh look! I need to get I need to get one of these wife things. <laughs> Hi, Liz. Congratulations on the kid. <laughs> um, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, um, let's go through the screen scale real quick. Um, I just I, I, you know, Nick, I I get it because like I said in the beginning, you either love it or you hate it. It's one of those records where it's like, it. I can see where you would hate it because it's just like. That Mrs. David song is the perfect right, example. That one, Next, that, one, on. that one crushed me. Uh, the rest it's of the cringy. album, the rest of the album is it's it's okay. Like I didn't okay, despise yeah. it, but I like I lit, I had to turn it off at that song, and I came back yeah. to it and went, yeah, it's it's a good pop. Al- I enjoyed the Ariana Grande album more than this album. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But see, that, yeah. that shows that Nick does, you know, he likes the pop, so which is cool. I, I get that. I, I don't I, think these yeah. got. I don't think these guys are gonna be doing stadium tours anytime soon. But I think they're on a good path yeah. to be a just a solid pop band. For sure, um, they have some really cool ideas in this in this record. I like I like this song a lot too. Um, if you let me, it's got this kind of like Latin feel. You know, I like that mixing it up a little bit. Um, yeah. I gave it an eighty-one. It's pretty high. I, I gave it a little bit higher than you, just because I think we're elated right now and like <laughs> just the baby and everything. I think I think this is what we needed. I gave it an eighty-nine. I I'm surprised I gave it an eighty-one. I would have gave it a little bit higher. I, I like I said, I've been rocking I, this album I, all month. It's so. just with all the fucking same like pop punk like. 
It just this, this is was better good. than Machine Gun Kelly. Yes. I'll say that. Oh yeah. Have you heard Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, can, wait, we, can, we, can we talk about that? Why does everybody think that's so good? Thank you. I, I mean, thank you. Exactly. This is like the good version of that. Maybe. Instead yeah. of listening to that shit. Can we can we also this. talk about how why why does everybody think if Travis Barker is featured on something that it's automatically good? He's just a yeah, fucking no. drummer. Like, do people realize he's a really good drummer though? He, he's a great he's drummer, a- but just because he drums on something doesn't mean the song's good. It's sorry, sucks. but he's. He's a good drummer, but he's in a mediocre band. Blink to me is always, except for like Enema yeah. in that era, yeah, like, mediocre. I probably the best. Um, you know, I, know. I was gonna say transplants, but even that was not Tra- super like, difficult no. stuff. I like transplants. Pretty good though. Blink, Pretty good. Blink One Eight Eight Two had three good albums, and one of them was a live album. So, I mean, we could we could argue about that. I what, guess. What do you, Enema? Enema uh, and Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Those are those are oh, great yeah. albums. Yeah. And then Mark Tom and Travis show. But Neighborhood <laughs> sucked. The self-titled sucked. Everything before that sucked. It was shitty. I, I whatever. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> I love it. No, Sorry. I just wanted to let you keep going because this, this is basically me the entire podcast. But I wanted someone else to do it. Great. <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to like. <laughs> let's move on. Let's go to another record. Seaway is pretty great. If you like Fuck pop it. punk, go check it out. Do it. Uh, the uh, new Touche. Oh, Amore album. God. I saw this band uh, open for Thursday, mentioned them earlier, um, and I was like, wow, this band's really cool, but I didn't think that much of it, and now they're up for like a Grammy or something. They're trying to go for a Grammy yep. from this album. That's huge. Um, this, it, It's good. It's good. I, I fucking love this record. <laughs> it's good. I fucking love it. Sorry, but I'm like really into it. I've been listening to this like nonstop. This one I got over pretty quick. It's I listened to it a few times and I really like it. I really do like it. I think it's a great album, but I got over it really quick. What there was no song on this album that made me go, "Oh, I want to listen to that song again." Every song kind of has the same vibe other than like the Seaway. The Seaway had like two or three songs that were kind of different and made me want to keep listening to them. This one I don't know. I guess that's the pop kid in me, but this definitely has echoes of Thursday and those kinds of bands. Like this Touche yeah. would not be around if it wasn't for Thurs- Lot Dispute, Thursday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, even some Thrice. I'll throw some Thrice in there. Fuck yeah. Um, I, I, it's, but it's great. It's crazy though. They're going for a Grammy. Is that weird? I think it's amazing. Um, I, it doesn't make sense to me though. Like, what, what a Grammy for this record? Like, it just doesn't sound like a Grammy. Re- it's not going to win. They're on Epitaph, so Epitaph, sure. Epitaph's got some, some clout behind it. So, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, they had Weezer a couple years ago, so... Yeah. They, yeah, some of those, like Epitaph and... Uh, oh, what's that? Vagrant. Those albums, or record labels, started swallowing up these the, uh, 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 bands like that just to get their, their new albums... And, uh, you know, I love Epitaph. Um, yeah. What, Thrice Corey. is on Epitaph. I is can't it? believe that. Yeah. Wow. Um, Touche Amori. I see this, this record to me was, it, it just came along at a really good time. It's, it's got like a dreary vibe. Like I, I'm really into title fight. If you haven't heard of title fight, they're really cool. Um, this and Law Dispute, I love Law Dispute, and Me Without You, and things like that. And then this record came out, and I'm like, 
this is awesome. Like, I love punk rock. I like kind of like the spoken word feel. Like, and that scream, it's just super cool. It's like, more, it's emotional. Super yeah, emotional. yeah. And like, I know it's not Emo. the best <laughs> record ever, of course, but um, it it's, just, it was what I needed right it's now. It's pretty you know? good for this year, though. Like, yeah. I'm not, this is a great album. Like, mm-hmm. I, and uh, I want a little side note. Which is kind of cool. I'm gonna brag a little bit right here. Steve Evitz mixed this album, who I spent a f- like a month in the studio with, with speaking the Kings, who we both know. Nick um, did some video stuff, and he, Steve Evitz, is just the fucking coolest guy. He's just he's made some of the coolest albums you've ever heard. Go look up all the albums Steve Evitz has done. You, I'm sure there's at least new one. Found. Like he does. There's all at least one stuff. album on there that you go, oh, I know that album. Yeah, Steve Evitz did that one. <laughs> and he's just the fucking coolest dude. And yeah. also mastered by Alan Duchess, who mastered the Greater Heights EP. He did our EP. It was kind of a, I, I, that was kind of a cool thing. Not a lot of people knew who Alan Duchess is, but when I heard that we were talking to him about mastering our, our EP, I was like, oh, shit, dude, Alan Duchess? That's fucking cool. So a little, little inside there. Um, thought that was cool. Um, Nick, what did you think about this record? So I, I've liked them for a while. Um, I've always liked them, not loved them. And they've been around. Didn't they start around the thrice like law dispute era or did they come along um, after that after a little bit, a little bit after they did yeah. come out okay a little bit, tiny bit after yeah so they're, they're always to me and the one note that i put down because i made notes for this shit i did like this like this was a yeah, college class you're, uh, you're probably better at this podcast thing than we are yeah. <laughs> they uh they're like methadone for me for hardcore so like you always think they're about to be a, like this hardcore punk rock band because of his voice and like the guitars, but then there's like in the background some explosions in the sky, sounding leads, and nice. yeah. love that reference. Yeah. And then they never quite get to this like heavy point. So like they've always been a band for me where I really enjoy what they're doing, but I never get fully into them because they're not fully like heavy and like crazy or never. Yeah. And it, but watching the, I've never seen him live in person, but I've watched videos and the front man, I don't know his name, uh, looks like he's just nuts live. Shades of Jeff Rickley. Like, okay. I, I, he opened, they opened for Thursday at Glasshouse. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is like Thursday Junior. I fucking love these guys. And yeah, yeah. it's the guy goes, not crazy like Alexis on Fire uh, screamer guy. Like, Eat, you know, smashing the microphone on his head, kind of thing. But yeah, yeah he he fucking loves the crowd and gets into it. And uh, yeah, he was like, he is the emotion on this fucking album. I mean, he is yeah. screaming, dude, and not a hard like it, it's a different kind of scream. I don't know. Right. It's very emotional. It's, em- it's yeah. emo. Yeah. This shit's emo. It, well, it really it is. Sounds, yeah. it, it yeah. it sounds like desperate, like like he has something to say and he really wants you I to love like that, Corey. hear it. You yeah. know, it has a perfect and desperate. like the last song on the record had me kind of in tears because it was, I was like this piano. I was kinda, I'm gonna put it on and I was like, oh, they're gonna end the album like this, but then it ended I, and I was like, oh, this it, is pretty cool. I it's like this. it's pretty powerful. I want to like, say that their first album was 2011, so they're yeah, kind of bad. So they've been around. So they're um. They've been a band that people have all I don't know if you guys have the same relationship with them, but people always told me you guys need to listen to Touche Amore. Like everybody like listen to this band. Listen to this and I'd like never really gave him a chance until like more recently, like 
three years ago or so. And like since that, I was sold. These guys are so good. They're they're, they're so good. They're kind of like a, a like a Wes Anderson movie where everybody's like, you got you got to you got to you got to you got to And some of them kind of suck, but some of them are really good. But yeah, everybody pretends that they love them. Heck yeah. It's a little hipstery. Yes. It's, it's yeah. a little emo hipstery. And and I kind of got that vibe from this, like listening to it. Like, I have to like this because it's good. But at the same time, I wasn't going back to it to like, oh, I got to listen to that Touche. I'm like, I'm craving that that new Touche. I never got that feel. So let me let me let me be honest here. I when I love a record, I buy it on vinyl and I <laughs> yes, bought this record on vinyl and I bought Seaway on vinyl just because it's going to be that time, that point in time of my life where I'm like this record was that important. You know what I mean? Like and I, so I have all these records where I buy it like okay, this is a record that meant a lot, so I'm going to buy it. Oh, my and God. this one is that. Corey, you're going to name your daughter Mrs. David? I cannot. <laughs> yeah, dude. I cannot do this. Dave, no, seriously. Mrs. David, David Amore Stocks. <laughs> seriously, David was the idea. <laughs> you know, it's a unisex name. David, come on. Just full, Just full disclosure, my real first name is David. So, um, oh, that is, is it? right. That is right. Yeah. Awesome. David uh, Nicholas Walker. Oh yeah, let's give it out to the whole world, Robert. Thank you. His social security number is four one seven two two five oh seven. No, two two five Touche Amore. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but I love this record. What'd you give it? I, I gave it a ninety one. I this wow, is one of those. Wow. See to to me like, but the, but that's like think about it. A lot of people hate on this as well, but like palms thrice like people didn't like it i like a lot of people didn't like it and i love that record just because it came at a time that was so important to me and like this record did that so i think the emotional impact if anything just i i connected with this record it came right around the right time you know well and i'll tell you i i had my kid um back in 2016 and a a band called vanna put out a record called um it wasn't a uh, void and for yeah. whatever it came out the day like a snowstorm hit then i had my kid and then also it doesn't sound right uh dr dre put out the compton album and uh yeah. th- those two <laughs> records are synonymous with my child now like i so you love those records i have them on vinyl <laughs> i have them on cd and i have them on digital Dude. on my phone like just had to do it uh, Fuck yeah, and that's the way music it's it weird. affects us. Yeah, you know? it's awesome. It's so crazy. Yeah, whatever, dads. Whatever. <laughs> whatever say. I'm not a, not yet, but yes, I I like no, I, I respect that. I that's get awesome. That. No, I totally get. Yeah, albums. There's certain albums that if like you remember, like you start listening to it again and go, oh, this, I remember listening to this when this happened and this girl broke my heart and this you know this event happened that kind of thing. So I get that. Um, I gave it an 85. That's still pretty high. Um, it's a great album. Again, I hope Damn. they win the Grammy, man. It'd be it'd be fucking cool if, if a band like this I, I represented this genre. In I can't way. see it, and I almost don't want it. I don't even know. It's just like, if you guys gonna, are fucking punk. Who cares? I think it's a little early too. I kept hearing like early things like the Grammys aren't until like next year. Why are they talking about this? Yeah, yeah when, now, but when, they want. When are the Grammys? I don't even know. I don't know. 
I'll look it up. But I'll watch it. it you like, know, that's part of it. Yeah. They want to get the buzz. You got to get the buzz going. That's the free advertising stuff. And yeah, um, let's see Grammys. But it'd be cool well, I mean, for a band like been? them to win over. It, yeah. I was rooting for, and I don't know if you guys like them, but I prevail. Like I, I was really rooting I, I, for that band. Like I wanted them to win the Grammy, but who won that? Who like won that Grammy that they were nominated for? Can't remember. Uh, was it Bring Me the Horizon or who the hell was it? Bring Me the Horizon was nominated too. I uh, got to brag. One of the videos I worked on won a Grammy last year. Or no, it was a VMA. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's the never mind. Cares about that. Rescind the brag. Gra- right. New new grant. Uh, the Grammys are in January 2021. So it's yeah. You know, it is the right time to start getting that buzz going. So I guess yeah. that's right. And I hope they win it. So uh, hell yeah. Let's get. Would you if you gave it a score like one percent to a hundred percent? What do you think you would give it, Nick? I'd probably give it the same thing that I gave every one of their other albums, like a 78 to 80% because I I enjoyed it. I listened to it a couple of times through, but I'll probably never revisit it. Like just never. That's the problem. That's yeah. I just never like, I enjoy what I hear and it is like law dispute or uh, me without you or any of those. Like, I listen to it. I'm like, that's pretty cool. But I, it's not something that like I'm driving home from work and I'll put it on in the car and be like, oh yeah. hell yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I think this. Uh, let's get to the next album because I think that's the uh, album that you throw on and and think hell yeah, new fever, wrong direction. Um, this this band, man. Uh, I love this band. I, I've worked on... I'm going to brag a little bit right now, too, again. Worked on, like... You're a show-off. Three or four of their videos. Um, great dudes. They're super humble and are great to work with. Um, and I just love their message. They're just, like, this new Rage Against Machine. Like, I'm going to throw it out there. That's what they're going for. It's, like, a new digital rap rock virgin, vir, virgin version of uh, Rage Against Machine. Did and, you just um, self-project? Yeah, I might have. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, of course, produced by John Feldman. Who else would produce yeah, fucking fever? Um, mm. It's it's got the Feldman feel. It's it's got it on there. Um, it's not what I was expecting. Um, I like it, but it's a little bit more it? rappy than I than I wanted I like I like fever when it's rock I don't mind the like hip-hop stuff I think it really adds to what their their band is about yeah but I just don't like it too much well um, here's here's the thing about that like to add on to your point like this song is awesome yeah and this song has rap and rock in it. If but, more songs on this record did this, okay. Like, but here, I'll go to the next one. So this one's cool. like straight hip hop. Like the next two are straight hip hop. Yeah, it's like damn. <laughs> Which is, I think it's awesome. It's I think this I'm is not, really cool. But it's just a little bit more hip hop than I remember. Like previous albums, I think. That's all. I think my biggest problem with this record is I know that dude has a lot to say. I can tell. He's totally a active poster online. Like, he's very, like, 
socially and politically active and stuff. And I wanted to hear more. Like, I really wanted to hear more of that in, like, an angry... I think he, you know, I think he does that though. I guess, but like the songs are so short, like everything is he so repeats, short. I was, and there's a lot of songs where he, yeah. like this one, is on fire. Oh, oh. Lock is on fire. Okay. Yes, Nick. That's my biggest problem with this, with the fever in general. I love. Okay, so I love, I love them. Their songs yeah. are great. The Rage Against the Machine vibe, which uh, I give straight from the path, is more of a Rage Against the Machine modern because they actually are more. But uh, uh, this this saying the same shit over and over and over and again, it's like a Drake song. Like yeah. Drake, Drake does that, and it drives me nuts because he has really cool beats, but he just says the same shit over and over again. That's what the fever's been doing. And it's it's even like on the their their last record, they did the same thing. Um but the Can I stand up for them real quick? Yeah. I, I think Rage did that a lot though too. And they're taking every a lot of what the Rage they did. playbook yeah. is. And Rage does that a lot. Mm-hmm. And if it's I think if it's if it's a statement or a word or something that really resonates, then yeah, fucking repeat the shit out of it. But I will agree, it became a big thing in this one. It was just like over and over again. But like, like yeah, oh, we know the streets are on fire, bro. Yeah, I don't it's, know yeah, what. Uh, we're coming in, motherfucker. We're coming in, motherfucker. We're coming in, mother. Like over and over and over and over again. I'm yeah. like, yeah. yeah. I, and I I love his voice, and it still makes me yeah. like like gives me goosebumps. Yeah. And I'm like fuck yeah, but it makes me want to get up and throw shit. Yeah, but they got one song on this record, and it it are we calling EP LP record? I don't it because it's uh, like eight it's, songs, but it's really short. It's eighteen, dude. It's eighteen minutes. Okay, that's the crazy yeah. thing. That song, um, the iTunes has it as an album. It, okay, it's not an album. Eighteen minutes—that's barely an EP. Come on. Uh, the song that's for like three songs. The song for the record uh, is an old school two-minute punk rock song with like a little, yeah, like an old school. It is so, and it's got—it's featuring the guy from. Um, I can't remember his name now. Hell yeah, dude. This? Hardcore thrash. Oh, it's Fuck uh. Yeah. Oh, I gotta wait for it to scroll. Like riding, riding in, riding out, riding out. No, I think it's riding out. Riding out. Yes, okay. riding out. This song made me want to get a skateboard, a can of spray paint, and just oh, start yeah. smashing mailboxes and throwing shit through windows. This song is perfect. I love yes. it. Yes. And you know. Weirdly enough, oddly enough, one of my favorite songs on the record is the final song, Sacrifice, I think it's called. Supremacy? No, isn't it Supremacy? Supremacy? Supremacy. That's probably my favorite song. It's so beautiful. Like, I, my wife and I, like, stopped. It's one of those songs that, like, stops you kind of in your tracks and you're like, whoa, this is weird. This is just like him and a piano. So I got this, this. This one is auto tune fucking galore. Yeah. Sorry. So totally. I got notes about that. That intro is from a Blondie song, but also what I knew it from, I didn't know it from that. KRS One, who's, if you guys don't know, one of the greatest rappers of all time, Bay Area guy. He had that step into a world that they, they took that from him and he took that from Blondie. So we're now third generation borrowing, See, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's 
just this song hit me but it was, and like yeah. his words yeah in the it's it's visceral man like it like i i feel like a lot of what he has to say is pretty brutal like yeah. in like the life he's grown up in and i feel like this record missed the mark on that like you could have said a ton more yeah other albums before this yeah. said yeah. a lot more I yeah think. and the other I, one thing i because I, I follow them it seemed kind of like a rush job but not a in a way bit. they needed yeah. to get it out they said that, like they made this in like a month like this was it, it their excuse was like oh the creativity was just like coming to them but i don't know it kind of seems that way that 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 makes sense for the repeating parts like hey we gotta record this soon so let's just repeat this a fucking eight times and get this chorus yeah. over with yeah um cory would you give it i i feel it was weird when i went through the scrutiny scale i thought it was gonna get lower than this but i got a 74 Wow, I I it, it, it oh wait I'm looking at the touche one Cause That's I fine. like them I like what he stands for I like what he's calling for But I felt like it could have been So much more like yeah. In your face and like Punk and just like yeah, you can have hip hop, but like you could do it in a way where it's like fucking. And this had a rage lot, of, did it. A lot yeah. of other writers on it too. Tons right? of tons of writers, producers. Yeah, um, I gave writers. it a seventy. So I'm, I'm in there with you. I think they can do better. This wasn't yeah. it wasn't bad. Like it still got some fucking great songs on it, but I just know they can do better. That's yeah. All. So I don't know. You agree with that, Nick? I think it was good. I feel like there's too many hands in the pot with them. Yeah. Um, I, I think they could like. If they were unknown, they would put out these unbelievable records, uh, but yeah. they're well known and I don't know. Uh, but I what if I'm also biased. I I I saw them open for uh Korn, Alice in Chains, and Under Oath, and uh Under Oath sucked that night. Everybody else ruled. <laughs> but uh they they were great. They they were in an amphitheater and they made it feel like a house show. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that's awesome. We it saw awesome. Them, we saw them open for we saw them open for Bring Me the Horizon and they just fucking owned the forum. Yeah. With like, well, that with them three, with three dudes. They yeah, owned it, it, well, they three guys. Awesome. Three so my favorite dudes. band, of course, thrice. Um, favorite band. Sorry. Um, uh, dude, the banner behind him. I love the dude. Uh, but uh, get this: the reason I met my wife is because in sophomore year of high school, on her binder I saw Thrice, and I'm like, "That's my favorite band." And like, they, they, it's just like my favorite band for so many reasons. Long story, but we saw them with Thrice and oh, Bring right. Me the Horizon, yeah, too, yeah, and like, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, they put Thrice to like. They put him to work. Yeah. Like, Thrice had to come back. Yeah, and like really put on. They 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 did it. But yeah, that was like yeah, I, that's a good point, Corey. Like they, it's far and fewer. Thrice has to kind of like oh yeah. shit. Opening band was really good. Thrice is yeah. really fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, live, they're professionals. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I fell asleep during things. one of their live shows once. Um, but no, the fever. Uh, <laughs> I also want to mention. I love it. I, I actually, Not everybody likes it. It's, <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah, I get it. Before, no. uh, I'd like to go go to break real quick. I got. Yeah, pee. me too. I, um, I want to mention Pressure Cracks. If you like fever, go check out Pressure Cracks. Great. That, that's great fucking band. great, Jason. Fucking I mean, awesome. That, Let Live, too. Let Live is Let dope. Live, yeah, that was, that's pre-fever, but yeah, that's... Let Live is pretty good too, but Pressure Cracks, 
pretty fucking great. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we're going to come back and just chat with Nick about old times and everything. So we'll be right back. With the Soso Security <laughs> Podcast, we got our guest Nick Walker with us. Um, Nick, we were just off the air talking about our favorite music. Yeah, what were we talking about? Um, oh, sorry. Talking about dicks. Dicks. Um, <laughs> so, uh, tell how us how erect. Okay, we talk about dicks enough on this podcast. <laughs> Nick, uh, tell us where did you grow up? Um, like, give me like uh, you know where you grew up, and then like what were the first bands that you were really like into like when growing up. So I, I moved around my, uh, my family were military families. So we moved kind of all around, uh, predominantly we went Chicago to California, uh, San Diego, and that's kind of where I landed. And, uh, first bands, like I, my parents were hair metal and country. So like Ooh. I got Motley Crue and Garth Brooks going hand in hand, like right here. Makes so much awesome. sense. So That's yeah, like, like everything in between. And then like, I fell in love with like punk rock and uh, thrash metal. Like I love the big four, Megadeth, uh, Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer, like all that stuff. Um, that kind of led me down a weird path of hardcore and I, yeah, every, everything in between. So when did you start picking up the bass or what was your first instrument? Uh, the first instrument I picked up was the guitar. I got an acoustic uh, first act at 13 and uh, started playing Twinkle Twinkle and all that stuff on it. <laughs> and um, I never even touched a bass until uh, my buddy Tyler uh, asked me, he said, hey, do you know how to play bass? And I said, yeah, uh, I didn't, <laughs> but I figured that has four strings and I play six it's close enough to guitar. Yeah. yeah. And they asked me, they said, when you go on tour, this is a roadie. And they did this little, you know, kind of West coast tour thing. And then, uh, when they got back, they kicked out their bassist and said, can you play bass for us? And I said, yeah, I'll figure it out. And, uh, jumped in from there. So this is a shattered hope. Yeah. So that was a shattered hope. And, um, I didn't, I didn't know you guys had a previous bass. I thought you were the original bass player. Yeah. It was a chick. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, way better looking than I was. Uh, probably a better <laughs> bassist than I guaranteed. was. Yeah. Uh, absolute Which, guarantee. By the way, 
but up front, you guys like I had I didn't know who you guys were until like I really started talking to Robert. We played with this band. I'm like, you guys are really good. So <laughs> you guys were awesome. So I, I was gonna wait till the um, end, but I I because you mentioned Motley Crue. Yeah. Um, I I have seen Motley Crue, and they are probably one of the greatest live shows I've ever seen. Yeah. It's it was incredible to see Molly Crew. I saw him twice. Yeah. Um but on my list of like top five greatest live bands I've ever seen, Shattered Hope is on there, bud. You guys blew me the fuck away every time. And it was just so raw. It wasn't like precision like my band was going for. We were going for the pop punk, you know, precision type stuff right. you guys were just fucking going all out raw and it still made sense in a music musical way i don't know what you were doing on bass it looked like you were just throwing your fist on top of it but yeah y- you yeah. know you you and uh, uh scott just made it made it work and with uh tyler screaming and then nate's just amazing drum work and and singing um i, I was Wait, i was a big fan d- singing still a big fan s- are you saying the drummer sang? Yes. That's how good these <laughs> fucking guys incredible. are. That's incredible. these four pieces. Yeah. What other band does that? You oh, Under Oath. <laughs> yeah, but they have another two other guys in the band. Um, I know. Yeah, they shout out like to Nate, dude. He's, his, and his stuff, Bad and the Ugly. We've played their stuff on the uh, podcast before, and I've done a couple videos with him, and he's a good dude. I'm, I love that Nate. Yeah. Um, so you when you when you joined the band, had they recorded anything yet? Uh, just demos um, at the they'd been a band like in high school. They'd recorded like demos and done like some self press right. like EPs, like handout stuff. But um, when I joined, we were 18 and 19 at the time and just fresh out of high school. And uh, none of us went to college. So we decided let's do that. And uh, <laughs> it was it was fun, man. It was it was a really Would good you- time. Where'd you record that first album? Uh, S oh shit. What was SCM uh, studios? Um, right. Right. And right, right. we, <laughs> the, the engineer producer, whatever you want to call him, he actually got really mad at us because we didn't know how to record to a click track. <laughs> so we didn't, and, we didn't record to a click track. And if you listen to yeah. it now, we didn't know it back then, but if you listen to it now, you can kind of hear like parts are, kind of all over the place but he a little off he was so frustrated because there were certain parts that we had to like you know re-record and do and yeah we didn't know what the hell we were doing so that's the self-titled right the shattered Home. yeah oh uh, well yeah that, yeah we we recorded several places for that that full length um and then finally okay. once we did uh see you at the grammys we did that with chris como which you you know him real well yeah, you're skipping ahead you're skipping ahead oh, I sorry, keep with the, sorry. Is, but with that's the, with the 2009 th- but that's so that's such a cool story like going in not you know not really knowing what you're doing like i remember our band did that too like we you know, a lot went of on the road and that. did that like <laughs> i it's such a cool story to start out like yeah, we didn't even play to a click track, and then you find out what a click track is, and then your band just becomes even better, you know? Well, like we yeah, I think I think we knew what the click track was and we knew how to like play in time, yeah. but we thought that if we tried to play to a click track, it would take more time and cost more yeah. money. So mm-hmm. we didn't want to spend the money no on the way. recording. We were like, oh All shit, we got, we got enough money for five days. Uh and then as it turned out, the five days hit and the fires came. Uh, this is back in 08. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the something witch fires or whatever. 
back in 2008. So we actually got delayed and had to go back in and do like extra like gang vocals and clean vocals and everything. So, mm. uh, so that that was right before I kind of showed up in San Diego. So yeah, Shatter Hope was doing some stuff, mm-hmm. and there there you guys had a pretty good following. Even when I was when I when I showed up, you got a nice San Diego following. Um, and then I came down to San Diego with uh, Blackstone, our friend, our tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. He invited me down. He was in this new band called a Sky Harbor. Well, we were, back then it was just Sky Harbor. And it was, we started with one of the members of um, Confide. I can't remember. It was Josh Paul. And then he left. <laughs> he started the band <laughs> and he left. And I was already in. And then all of us looked to each other. And we're like, do you guys still want to do this? We're like, yeah, fuck it. So uh, Chris um, and Morgan and, and and then I think uh, and Ed at the time, they were all in the band. And I would come down every weekend yeah. and hang out at the first Harbor House and Heights and, House um, at the time. Oh, no, I well, remember no, no, the it was tots. a Harbor House because we were Sky Harbor. We weren't Heights yet. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, my thing. God. How can yeah, I be we're so? a different house. And then yeah. the Harbor House was like a restaurant, too. So. That, is a, that is a restaurant out here. Yeah. Uh, but then I spent a lot of time at the 136, a notorious apartment yeah. of a Shattered Hope, where Tyler and Nick and... Uh, no, it was just oh, and Sean, Sean, and Sean, Sean yeah, yeah. The, the, he's the he's the unofficial member of uh, a Shattered Hope. I'll give it to he him. He was straight edge <laughs> at the time, which is hilarious. Well, that that is hilarious. <laughs> it's funny how these straight edge kids like claim it, and then ten years goes yeah, by, well, and they're well, the biggest drinkers. You that gotta you know. ask yourself why you claim it <laughs> at like sixteen. <laughs> you're like, it. okay, I, I hung out with friends like that that did that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we had some great times at the one three six. I mean, many beer pong <laughs> yeah. tournaments. Yeah. Um, notorious. Um, do you got any? Give me some. Give me like one really good one three six story. I know there's like a bunch, but what's something something really? Because I know some crazy shit went there. One time I got so drunk. Here, I'll give you one while you think. I got so drunk at Jake and Jay's house, which was the other apartment down the which down the uh, right or, yeah right downstairs yeah, on one three six yeah. Shout out! Shout out to those guys, Jake and Jay. They had they had some good parties too. I got so drunk that I left the party. I snuck out and thought it was a funny idea. And then I opened all of like the electrical boxes around the apartment <laughs> complex, and everyone was calling me like, "Robert, where are you?" I'm like just snickering and laughing at them. And, and then when I got back and to the apartment and told them what happened, they were like, "That's all you did." Some of that. I thought it was that, the most clever thing. Oh, some yeah. of that random prankster. Some of that random yeah. prankster's action. Yeah. The maintenance man was gonna be really pissed off at me the next day. Um, I do Nick, remember that. Anything? I remember that because we were all. You were like talking like, "Oh, I'm doing something diabolical," and you were yeah, all like. Diab- like all into it and then you came back and we said what'd you do man what'd you do and you were like i opened all the electrical boxes <laughs> all right all cool right, brother like, all right, yeah. like, um, all right, you want another beer yeah i stole a 30 pack and three margarita pizzas from their apartment like what are you what are you doing <laughs> Uh, I do remember. I do remember. This is a funny part too. Is when I first started hanging out with you guys, you guys weren't twenty one yet. No, and I had yeah. to. I had to buy you guys yeah. beer on you my way down man. to San Diego because yeah. I was twenty one. It, it was funny because I always thought I looked up, like almost looked up to you guys. You guys were almost older than me because you guys were just. I don't know. It seemed weird that you were experientially. <laughs> yeah, well, it was always sure. great, and that that's one of my favorite parts of the one three six is so many people would come to our apartment. 
and like we'd all party and the one three six is like a just a thing now but everybody would come there and party and have a good time but we were 19 and like you would buy beer like all these other people would buy beer like booze vodka you know whiskey or whatever and bring it over and give us shit they're like you underagers you can't even buy your own booze <laughs> and we'd be sitting there going yeah thank you for the alcohol you're coming to our place you motherfucker um, yeah it's, but, it's, that's so true and then also, you old bastard and then also saying hey can i stay here because i don't want to go back to my parents house like um for sure touche which was touché. Always, it touché. was it was touché always touché great amore. Yeah. I was going to say Amore, but... Touche Amore. <laughs> That's pretty good. I give it a 78. Um, um, anyways. Um. <laughs> so we had we had some Ragers in the 136. Yeah, we had um, good times, yeah. yeah. We had some... I miss those days. Um, and then my band uh, morphed into this new band called The Greater Heights. Mm-hmm. And we got uh, our own condo. Very, I mean, we were very much in the, the vein of you guys. We, we all piled into one condo together. Right. And made it a party house. And made it hell for the neighbors. We right? did. Oh, yeah. our, next neighbor was a, our next door neighbor was a cop and hated us. And then we had a salon underneath us. And Whoa. I, one funny story is I, I wasn't even there for the party. I was staying in Orange County with my family. And I get a phone call from our landlord lord saying the salon is complaining because there's a bunch of puke on the awning above her thing I'm oh like, geez i'm not even fucking there so i had to call i had to call the band like hey will you clean the fucking barf off the awning and yeah so we had some really good times at the the heights house that's what we called it too and then at the same time we were you know we didn't play too many shows together we did play a few but you know our band yeah. and your band didn't really meld together too well on on some bills um, no, we play like pop versus punk shows though, where we all dressed up in cute short shorts and things like that. That was, that was fun. And then I remember one show, Tyler came and did a guest vocal on our song. And then I did a really bad guest vocal on one of your songs That's at some weird venue that was open and closed really quick. Uh, yeah. Down in North park, it had a huge yeah. stage. Like, yeah, like, it was, like the whiskey, like super tall for no reason. Uh, no reason. <laughs> and uh, no one, no one was there, but it, uh, <laughs> no one a, showed up. A couple of times I played bass for you guys so that you could do because you wanted to do vocals like That's solo. Right. Wait, what? Yeah, oh, well, Robert. Like, no, no, no. Robert really wanted to do lead vocals a couple of times. So I would take his bass from him and put it on and play. And Morgan would come over and show me this is how you play it. And I went in the heights. Yeah, I know. Bro. Yes. No, this is during Sky Harbor Day. Okay. Yeah. And we were was it? Yeah. Black, Blackstone yeah. left after a while. We, yeah. No, we kicked him out. Oh, yeah. But during the Sky Harbor times, we were trying to be like a day to remember. So we were trying to oh. do like hardcore stuff. And I was the only band member in the band that could have a decent scream so that's the only reason i could once we started doing greater heights i didn't do it as much i, I could compare a uh, sky harbor to like led to victory the band i was in yeah. for a while we were very similar the pop punk pop, trying to be a day to remember scream. kind of thing yeah um uh nick brag a little bit i know you guys you guys toured way more than we did um i remember a couple times you guys were out and I, I missed you guys, you know, you, you were out across the country and we, we didn't get to see you. So brag a little bit about your tours and the States and the bands you got to play with a little bit. I don't know about bragging, but we did, we did do a it's lot bragging of bragging to me. We did a shitload of touring. Uh, a lot of, uh, I mean, we went coast to coast, uh, but as far as bragging, like, uh, 
our biggest tour was the Tours Light, which uh, some other bands. <laughs> you guys had the. You guys had the best tour names. Yeah. I'll give you that. We we had a few of them stolen from us, which we weren't big enough. So they got stolen. Tours Light, the John Tour Volta, the Happy Gill Tour, the Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtle, the Darth Vader Tour. Uh, no Torquey for us. That was a Thanksgiving tour. Um, there's <laughs> others. Wait, what was the one that? What was the one that you and I? Uh, our bands did the, it was like the semi tour or uh the tupac tour that wasn't you guys um no because we'll get we'll get into the story in a second but we met up on a tour and we made our own little mini yeah tour what was that one I called the, uh, the miniature Minia, something like it was that. like miniature yeah. but it miniature. wasn't as clever no it was on our, it was on our side we thought we were being clever and we were like okay well, i guess we'll join yeah um but some what, what are the some of the like bands you've opened for uh, you know, Vanna, uh, Vanna's my favorite Vanna. I wrestled a bear once. That was my favorite, uh, opening thing we did. Uh, a Sky- under oath, under oath, a skylit drive you freaking played with under oath. Yeah. yeah we, we played, we played with them. At so a, we played with them at a, what was the epicenter cap? Like three fifty, like a small, small Pro- cap. Not even that. Yeah. Like and chain was, reaction. And it maybe. was like, it was like under oath, the chariot, and uh, Oh Sleeper or something like that. Oh, like, oh Sleeper. Yeah, yeah I remember we, them. We played with Oh Sleeper a few times. Um, Pretty just cool. Band, I mean, cool we just man. bands like that. But like we we tour all around and it's 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 fun looking back on it now. But at the time, some of the times are miserable, like oh, sl- I bet. sleeping in a Walmart parking lot in August in New Iberia, Louisiana, like. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> 103 degrees and Nate, our drummer, is going, fuck this, I'm going. And he's just walking Walmart and just walk around because they got air and conditioning. I know, like, and the, the thing is, is I know that, like, it, it's like, it's very romantic, the idea of touring, because, like, yeah. we've been out on the road, too, and, like, driven and stuff, and it it's not as... You're like, yeah, I'm going to go on tour. It's a cool playing the shows, but going from place to place fucking sucks. I I was looking at, so we have, I don't know if our listeners know, we have our our guests uh, fill out a questionnaire before they come on. And I I saw that your your education was high school, some college Uh and playing the road and playing the, I, that is huge. I, I could maybe argue that might be as good as college because you are getting some, uh, economics, classes in there with <laughs> trying to figure out how much money you individually can afford uh-huh. and, and what you can eat and how much gas and how much you're getting paid yeah. for the show yeah. and and then public relations having to talk with fans and talking with the promoters and i i totally give a cap a tip of the tip of the cap to you because that that is a college yeah. in, in that's awesome sense, dude yeah. so you never know like going on the road like like our our best places that we played were roswell new mexico just for whatever reason, the first, actually, I can tell you, uh, do you guys remember the band broken side? Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll never die. So the first time, <laughs> the first, one of the first tours we did, we opened for broken side in Roswell, New Mexico. And it was a sold out show in this old, um, airplane hangar, like weird Dude. fucking place. And badass. they had like puppets on stage and all this goofy shit. And uh, they were talking about how they invented Screamo. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Can we not <laughs> listen to this, please? So, I, I got one for you. I opened up for, uh, oh shit, now I just forgot the name of it. Uh, what was the one? Holly, Blood on the Dance Floor. Hollywood. Oh, we played with them? Wait, oh, yeah. 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 Same kind of vein. <laughs> Come back when you guys played with, like, the number 12 looks like oh, you or something. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah. Yeah? Uh -huh. I fucking love that Hor band. Their cover of My, then, my Sharona. Uh, Come Hor on. Horse the Band and the, fall of, and the Fall of Troy. Yeah. Dude, now you're talking yeah. my life. If you, my wife would love this. She was like... I don't love uh, I don't love them per se, but I love the no, Fall yeah, of Troy. Yeah. I'm a big Fall of yeah. Troy fan. Um, but no, like the first time we played uh, Roswell, Broken Side played. That's... Now... You just said that that sentence is amazing. Yeah, we yeah. played Roswell. Right. That's right. awesome. Yeah. And and that day we met like people that were coming to the show because we were hanging out because we had nothing else to do. We just drove in because we'd played yeah. like Albuquerque the night before and didn't have money to stay anywhere. So we met people on the street and like one of the people was selling chocolate or something for their high school. And we, yeah. we met them. We we're like, we'll buy this if you come to the show. And they came to the show and then bought albums. And like, I, that's, that's that's how you do it. That, that's awesome. Yeah, that's the kind of goofy shit that I miss. Like stuff like For that. Sure. Do you guys ever play? Do you guys ever play a Warp Tour? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. 14? Uh, 13? No. Okay. Just just one, like the San Diego one? Yeah. Just, just one. Yeah. You played that's with... It. When did you play? I know you played with played uh, my old band, the other band, yeah. Planes Crash. That yeah. was way back in the day. But I think that's you know tip of the you know you put that in the checkbox. Oh, you yeah. know you played certain things. Yeah. Warped tours, you know you, that's. I don't have. Well, Corey doesn't have it. So. <laughs> but I don't but, know that House of Blues show. He's was played with at the House of Blues, which I never got to do, and I always wanted badass. to do badass. And was a good the show. Glass House. So he has that on me. Oh, so the Glass House is so sick. I yeah. played. See, yeah, even, I even played Nick with. Knows. With Unwritten Law and Guttermouth nice. and Phoenix TX, and then the other show I played with uh, Hit the Lights, and I, I think that, you know that's a, I don't know for guys like us that were in a band that yeah. had just a glimpse of you know some rock starism. You kind of not brag, but you kind that's your war stories. You know, I play, I open for Unwritten Law, yeah. I open for so and so, yeah. and that's just you know that's how you prove yourself to other musicians, kind of you know bragging a little bit. But that you know that's what the hard work, hard work back in the day paid off for. Well, so okay, we were, I totally get that. We were talking about the Heights House, Harbor House. I think it was the Heights House yeah. back then. Uh, you guys had uh, scary kids, scaring kids, a couple of them over. And uh, we opened for Scary Kids, Scaring Kids on what was, at the time, supposed to be their last date ever. I, yeah. I was there, yeah. Uh, yeah, Puyon's a little fucking dick. I beat him at beer pong <laughs> twice, and he got all pissy and, like, all, you know, that that that's the kind of thing. He's such a dick. And that, that yeah, ruined I only that, know one of their songs. That ruined that band for me. I hate him. I hate their whole band now because of him. <laughs> um this is why I love Nick. Like, he hates the same kind of shit. Like, in the same vein, I do. He just—he was such a little prick. He was like, "Oh, yeah, whatever." Um, but no, who said Phoenix TX? What a fucking pull! Dude. They were so good. Love them. They were good. They were one of the one underrated like drive-through band. Them and um, 
What was like the ska band that was on drive through? We also played with the Wonder Years. We uh, also played with. I opened for the Wonder Years too, dude. And I played with the Lost for Words, who are dope too. And <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. I don't know. I remember, didn't realize we were bragging. Remember again. Machines? The, this <sighs> of Machines or something? I remember we of opened, Machines. Yeah, we. Opened they were an OC band. Yeah. Oh, do you we guys? Do you guys them. remember this band Metallica? I opened for them one. No, I didn't. Did uh, you? <laughs> got, oh, I was gonna say that's amazing. This Bay Area uh, band. Um, <laughs> um, I you know. With your band, though, I do want to mention some other bands that I think really coincide with what a Shattered Hope really sounded like. It was Vanna, like you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Alexis on Fire that I mentioned. It's hard not to mention that band when they have the screaming and. Yeah. Nate Nate sounds like what's his name? Dallas. What's his, Dallas. Dallas I mean, Green. Yeah. N- nothing against Nate. I mean, no. That's uh, that's, that's, that's who that's his inspiration compliment. was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I would I would throw in uh, every time I die. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, do you guys open for them? Do you guys ever play with them? Never. I never played with them. <sighs> no. Damn. And I, that would have been cool if you guys played like with them. Like all time I'm favorite. Really and by the yeah. way, Andy from Every Time I Die, he's the guitar player in a hardcore band and he's a professional wrestler now. My fucking idol. What? My fucking idol. That's amazing. If you guys would turn right, on TNT on Thursday nights. Now, wait a minute. Okay, hold on. Let's give Nick the segue. All right. No, Nick, no, let's get to your, no, your let's, WWE. It doesn't have to be WWE. Any professional wrestling is just unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I do. That is pretty. Is it the Butcher? That's what yeah, he's called, he's right? He's the Butcher. He, His other guy is a monocle. Yeah. And it's That's fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah, he's great. And he stomps around the ring and just fucks <laughs> people up. It's so If you if you were ever a fan of Every Time I Die before he became a wrestler, you totally get it. You yeah. go, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's Andy. Like that's the persona yeah. he would make. Yeah. And he's just yeah, he's he's always been a, a wrestler on stage anyways. It's just a big dude with a mustache. And he's and, he's also been doing it on the indie scene for like yeah, five or he, six years, but just like people don't know about he it, did it yeah he did it like you would do with a band he yeah. started where you need to yeah. start the he, he probably didn't know he was a fan probably and knew he could do it but gotta start somewhere even if he's a yeah. guitar guitar player of uh <laughs> every time i die um all right a couple more stories um i know this is this is the more more famous one between me and nick so i started coming down to san diego a lot and nick and i kept missing each other at parties and everyone kept telling me, hey, you got to meet Nick. You're going to fucking love Nick. You and Nick are going to hit it off. And did you ever get that <laughs> from anybody else? Like, you got to meet Robert? No. Gonna, oh, never. I got that on my I got that on my end, though. Like, you got to meet Nick. You got to meet Nick. You got to meet Nick. And I was like, oh, I'm going to love this guy. Finally get to hang out with him partying. And I'm already like blitzed when Nick shows up to this party. And for some reason, <laughs> me and my band really got into Peach Andre Champagne. For one thing, it was cheap. It was cheap as fuck. It got you fucked up, and it was delicious. And we all thought it was the shit. So we're all in the patio smoking and drinking our peach Andre, and Nick comes in. Hey, you know, he introduces himself. I'm, oh, fuck, this is Nick. Dude, Nick, I, you know, this is the first time we're meeting you. I'm, I'm meeting you. I need you to try this peach Andre. It's the greatest thing you've ever had in your life. And Nick... What did you say? Like, Actually, what did you do? You, you told me, you said, you need to try this. It's going to change your life. That's what it said. <laughs> and I took a big old. Did it change your you life? Know, he goes, it's Peach Andres. It's going to change your life. And I went, cool. And Tyler, mutual friend, had told me about him. 
and said, Hey, you'll, you'll like Robert. He's a cool guy. I was like, okay, cool. And I took a sip and I handed it back and in normal me dick fashion, I just said, uh, my life's still exactly the same. <laughs> and and even at that, even at that moment, I was like, you know what? I, I like this Nick guy. I like this Nick guy. And ever since then, I don't know. I've, I've been a fan of you, Nick. I think you're one of the funniest dudes I've ever met in my life, oh. and one of the best bass players. Best bass players. I've drank in three beers. Uh, best bass players. <laughs> um, and then the ultimate. Uh, I'm not okay. Story. Uh, well, wait. After that, because okay, hold on. After that, it wasn't this quick. Like Robert liked me. He thought I was a dick and hated me for a little while. Because oh, even I didn't know that. Because Tyler even told me, "Hey, Robert thinks you're a dick." Like it was this whole like. <laughs> it's little so funny something. how guys do the same shit. That I did. Girls it. I do. did it. Like, though, I might hey, just. Thinks- I was probably just drunk and mad that you didn't like my peach Andre. But I did like. I did yeah. like you right away. Well, Tyler told me that, and then also I his sweatshirt was left. Uh, his American Apparel red sweatshirt was American left in the practice apparel. room for for dated references, and I wore it to a a May concert. It was May and personnel <laughs> at Chain That's Reaction. The perfect uh, sweatshirt. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, I met my wife, and we we're married now. Um, you guys so, met <laughs> at the show. That's awesome. And uh, but so cool. But no, and then I was wearing it on a uh, stick cam session. If you guys are old enough to remember stick cam, yeah, we yeah. had DJ Rostar on recently. Yeah, did we you really? No shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah, I remember dope. Robert posted on there. That's my fucking sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I saw that on the questionnaire, and I was like, I don't remember that at it all. It had your like emo kid. I even like, had your. I didn't there. smoke any of them. I had your pack of camels still in there. I was like <sighs> showing them to the fucking camera. Uh, it was great. But uh, you fucker. And then I gave you a bunch of rocket clothing too. So, so we're all good. So and rocket and Alexis on fire and a manual. I think I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> I gave you some cool clothes. Yeah. But then, yeah, our bands uh, met up in Fresno one time. Yeah. You guys are you guys were already on tour, and yeah. we we had just left to go play this this um, horrible this, like, festival. Yeah, this festival that Secrets at the time. Yeah, played. I remember them. Yeah. What, what was the name? What was the name of them before it was Secrets? Um, a city mm-hmm. delivered. I think that's the name they were at. I don't know uh, if they were secrets at the time, but it was. I that don't know band. which one I like better or not better. They're secrets good dudes. I love them. I love Richard. Joe, and, I love Joe. Um, Joe English. There you go. <laughs> he's not in the band anymore though, but he's a good. Are dude. they still around? Secrets? Yeah, yeah. Secrets still right. around. Yeah. That's cool. um, and a Skylit Drive. Those are the two bands that were high, uh, headlining. We, sh- uh, my band shows up. We're a pop punk band, and they're like, "Hey, um, you're gonna open for them." We're like, oh my god, this is gonna be terrible. Like this, this audience is gonna tear us alive. Like, but it's a show, and like whatever, we're gonna do it. And then we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, and the promoter comes up to us. All right, um, actually, we're gonna have you play after <laughs> Skylight Drive. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're, what? and they're like, so we're headlining, like, so no one's gonna be around. Like, yeah, that's just we need to have these bands play before you. I'm like, okay, cool. And then a few, you know, an hour goes by. All right, um, yeah, we're not even gonna have you play anymore. What? 
And so we had to call our like quote unquote manager at the time and threaten this promoter. And he eventually gave us like $75 for gas. Dude, and then we didn't even play. Sucks. We hung out in this shitty festival Wait, all day. Who, and didn't even who play. was your manager? Was it Dave? Billy. Oh yeah. <laughs> It was Billy. It was it's kind of it was kind of a fun moment. Like we call Billy. Billy was like our a uh, Billy Candler. He's a great guy. He he was like our unofficial manager at the time. Is he still go, alive? Hey. <laughs> yeah, he's doing great. Oh, okay. He owns uh abs- he owns absolute merch. Does he really? He, he's Yeah, huh. he's doing great. Yeah. Good, <laughs> Good on Billy. Shout out to him. Um Billy. He we call him and go, Hey, hey Billy, uh they're not gonna give us any money and they're not letting us pay. So he goes, All right. Let me call you back. And then he calls the promoter and goes, hey, I work for Dave Shapiro. And if you don't let this band Dude. play or give them money, Dave Shapiro is never going to have a band come through your city ever again. And so then the promoter came up with like $75 for us. <laughs> so I like that. You know, he, Dude, thre- I, he threatened Dave Shapiro like, with Listening us. to your guys' stories, like <laughs> I'm glad my band stayed here, did like Local pretty big shows. shows here. Yeah. And then just like we, that was it's tough it, going know? out. Yeah. And then, dude. So after that shitty That's show, tough. we were going to meet up with a shattered hope and cause they were coming down from another show and then we we're going to meet up for another shitty then, show. Yeah. We we're going to meet up that night God. and then both travel to orange County to play a chain reaction the next day. So we meet up and we, uh, we're all good. The plan was we're all going to f- kind of clam into a, uh, a motel room. And the first one we go to, uh, Chelsea Chase and I go inside and we get the room and uh, I put it on my card and we start go we go in then we get everyone in the room and then the owner figures out there's like 20 people in this one room <laughs> and he kicks us out doesn't give me a refund uh, so we roll over to like a Motel 8 Motel 6 what was I don't know one, of those, uh, one of those ones and they didn't give a shit yeah, they, didn't give, they, didn't give a, they didn't give a fuck that 20 people were in there and so after a long, long, shitty day, I really wanted to get drunk and just party with my friends. I missed my Shattered Hope brothers, and I drank way too much. I think it was uh, Mad Dog Forty Forty. Oh, I think that's what it I is. Can, I can tell you exactly oh, no. what happened. It was uh, no, it's Canadian Miss. Uh, no, I bet you no, Nick dude. was like right. aware. Nick probably Look was. At this. So Listen to Nick, this. I'll take. I'll let you take it from you're, here. You're close. How that uh, go? Yeah, actually, you were. That was one of the be- worst blackouts of my life. First of all, Mad Dog Forty Forty. Is not a thing. Um, it's Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Twenty Twenty. Uh, well, it was, it's it's double. Uh, you were good with Canadian Mist. Uh, no, what we did was uh, you'd already been drinking, and you were really eager. Like you were like so pumped. Like, oh, we're all together in this hotel room. Uh, Fuck yeah. So, and we were like, oh, cool. We're going to take advantage of this guy. Um, so we had the video camera because we were doing our tour blogs. We said, Robert, what you need to do is you need to take a rip of the Mad Dog 2020, take a shot of the Canadian Mist, and then crush an entire can of, uh, I think it was Coors Light or Are you Keystone. Serious? I don't remember this at and, all. How did you not die? And you said, okay. <laughs> so you did it, and I filmed the whole thing. And Nate, uh, the drummer, now he's bad and the ugly. Go check them out. They're great. Um, yeah. He uh, he like watched you do it, and after you were done, Nate and I were in a cahoots. We were like, "Robert, that was awesome! You did it." We didn't have the key. To <laughs> hold on, Nick. Okay. Your your zoom your zoom is fucking up. Hold on. I guess I'll do hold it on. again. 
Shug, Wait, Shug hold on. Mad Dog 2020. Oh, fuck. Everything hold froze. Hold on one second. Yeah. I think we're back. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. We cut out at... Sorry, Robert. With the video camera wasn't working. Oh, where should mm-hmm. I start from? The, yeah. the af- after I finished. Yeah, we're good. After you finished I the first time? Like- yeah. <laughs> we're on delay now. Shit. Can you hear Can you me? See me? What am I doing? Am I doing the Trump YMCA? Oh God! Can you hear us? <laughs> yeah, I see your thumbs up. But can you hear us? Yeah. Okay, I'll make a note of it real, real quick. The internet is not the best. One second. Uh, zero two. It's the goddamn Rams ad. <laughs> How dare you? Cost, oh. cost me forty five dollars so, on a bet. Anyways. Um, so we just so I just finished doing the first time. Yeah. And you guys are videotaping me. Uh, Go. And uh, Nate looks at me and I say, oh, yeah. And we tell Robert, oh, we didn't get that on video. We got to do it again. So Robert now, what? <laughs> you know, accidentally we didn't get it. So now he does another riff of Mad Dog, <laughs> hits the Canadian Miss, chugs another chorus light. And he's like, oh, I'm cool. And like looks at the camera and then, I don't know, three or four minutes later, because we have 84 people in one Motel 6, at, what was it, 12? In Fresno. Uh, yeah, yeah, in the middle of nowhere. He's on the second balcony, leaning over the edge, just screaming. And I walked up to him and said, Robert, are you okay? And he goes, I am not okay! And my biggest regret in life is that I don't have that video anymore. Damn. I'm glad you because did. Because the reenactment was good. I had the video on my original droid phone with the pull-out keyboard and everything, and I showed it to everybody. Everybody. Yep. Everybody's seen it. Like, like, you can ask anybody in Robert's life from 2012 and before, everybody's seen it. Yep. Uh, all the dicks. I'm not okay. No, not that the, was that not was the the, uh, the the motto of the whole tour. Yeah. Not the Orange County kiddos. No, no. it's just not okay. And then I I barfed on some guy's work truck, yep. and uh, felt bad about that. And then the next day, so oh, <laughs> the man. next day, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, uh, out. Uh, also that night, uh, Vi- uh, Chris Viaz, uh, the guitar player in his band, um, was the one that put the hotel on his card or something, but I walked out oh. and this is still June or July. And I walked yep. up to the van and he had passed out. I don't know if he got broken up with or something, but he was bummed and he slept in the van all night, like eight hours, just drenched in sweat. That was probably the best move. I should have probably done that with all my booze. I should have sweated it out like he did. But yeah, that was so stupid of him. Why did he stay in the vi- Yeah, something with a girlfriend or yeah. he was all emo or something and wanted didn't want to hang out with us. Man, I like this is crazy. And then, I never, <laughs> never, never. You guys so did. the next day, I'm the most hungover I've ever been in my life. And by the way, when and Robert's saying I'm not okay, he's shaking it like the ultimate warrior, shaking the ropes, like fucking angry. Yeah. Like just, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm taking it. I'm taking it from him. <laughs> so I'm passed out in the back seat while we drive to Anaheim from Fresno to go play a show. And then we get to Chain Reaction and we I tried to sell because I knew some people in Orange County. I tried I think we sold like ten tickets for like ten dollars oh, a piece. I forgot about this. And, oh. and the promoter, uh Skyward? Sky Skyward. Something? I think it was Skyward, Sky- yeah. Skyward. I'm calling this guy out because I don't like him. He, uh, we were supposed to sell 50 tickets and we only sold 10. And this was the only time in my musical career where I didn't sell enough. And the promoter said we couldn't play. We, he said, you didn't sell enough. You can't play. And we got into Pay a fucking, place. we got into a fucking yelling match about this. Man. And I just was fucking fed up. And I told him, all right, well, I want my money back. Cause by that time I'd already, I handed him, the rest of the tickets and the money He's like, well, no, I'm not giving you this back. And we're like, what? I'm not, we're not playing. So these people that came to see us and half of them were from my own pocket, you know, just to make 10 and they didn't let us play. The fuckers didn't let us play. Nope. And, and then long story short, we wanted to play a show with cartel at chain reaction. And so we hit up our manager, Billy, who hit up Andy at chain and Andy hit us back saying we had to write, this guy skyward a fucking apology letter <laughs> before we even got considered for a cartel. So I wrote this fucking bullshit thank or apology letter to this guy. I'm telling him now I was, I didn't mean one goddamn word of it, but you know what? It got my band to open for cartel so that guy can fucking suck it. How about that? <laughs> so that's the, that's the, the good part about that story. Yeah. But that was one of the lowest parts of my life, but I got to open for a car- cartel at the end. <laughs> even lower was you didn't open for cartel when they had chroma out. You open for them on a shitty album. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta what burst album? my bubble, man. You gotta burst my bubble. Thanks dude. <laughs> What was it? What record? It doesn't matter. The next one. It doesn't look lighter or whatever. It Um, was good. There's other stuff was it wasn't the that chroma, but it was good. Yeah, no, I you listening to you guys talk about this stuff, I never (laughs) our our crazy stories are a lot different. Oh right. That was the uh the self titled. That was really terrible. The cycles was the good. Was that the band of the bubble album? Yeah. That, Dr. Pepper. That was rough. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that, rough. Dr. Pepper. But if I was in their position, I wouldn't have said no to that either. I'm sure they got no, a free album uh, out of it. I'm so. sure their their kids are Always. going to private school. Yeah. Always sell out. Oh. Always sell out. Give me the option to sell out. I'll sell out. I never yep. understood why that was a bad thing. No. Like, Green, Green Day fucking sold out. Yeah, that's the fucking point. You oh. want to make some money so you can put your kids through college. You guys want to talk Green Day? Okay. Uh, I went to uh, the NHL All-Star game. Oh, I know about this. And yeah. Green Day was going to do this free concert. It was supposed to be this big thing. We got there at 11 a.m. We lined up. I drank all day. Go figure. <laughs> and uh, Green Day comes out. They play two new songs one new-ish song and then they play their newest song again and they disappear and people are (laughs) people are pissed because they go it the whole thing was they were playing their new song out on the street for everybody but then they wanted to debut it on the ice luckily i had tickets to on the ice and they played that song in like five old songs it was great but yeah people were and then then People were furious. Then he, uh, 
didn't he like curse too, like on TV? And that was like a bad thing. Oh, like he said, he said, or he said, come on, motherfuckers, like nine times when we were there on, on the ice, which when I was in there, I was like, this is fucking awesome, man. Uh, <laughs> I really do. I think yeah. he is like, I think he is a punk rock dude at heart. Yeah. Like I really do. Um, yeah. Well, if you, if you want a Green Day lesson, go listen to our DJ Rostar episode because DJ Rostar is the biggest Green Day fan in the world. I don't want to meet a, a bigger Green Day fan than no. him. And we're going to have him back on because oh, he's really? just a, a, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to music. And he can name drop like no other. He had everybody on his show. <laughs> he had me on his uh, show. So, yeah. That's true. Name he, dropped. He never officially had one. Of, well, actually, no. Planes Crash was on there, but he never had Greater Heights or any of my bands on there because I think he didn't think he didn't take us seriously. Uh, just <laughs> but, hey, just so you know, I still have a bass case down in the basement. Still has a Planes Crash fucking sticker on it. Fuck yeah! I still have my Shattered Hope shirts, so that means something too. You should probably burn um, them. Uh. <laughs> But, you know, nowadays you are playing in like a newer band. You're kind of like, would you say like a semi member? How does this new the Dead Wolves? How does that work? They uh, they asked me to join. But with like being a dad and I I just can't commit to being like, hey, I'm a I'm a guy in your band. Like, I'm going to give you money for shirts and all this shit. But no, I play with them. Uh, We had a bunch of shows lined up. COVID. COVID. Um, COVID. Like several shows and. They were going to be great. Uh, we played a few, but uh, Dead Wolves, um, it's fun music. Um, awesome. That's really good, man. I, I really dig it a lot. I, it out. I was really stoked that you kept playing after uh, A Shattered Hope, and it was something very kind of similar. It's in the same kind of vein of like that hardcore stuff. Yeah. Um, and, your, and your brother is in a band, too. I want to give a shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, uh, Come on. You don't know your brother's band? Do I really have to look this up? Broken youth. Broken you youth. Uh, <laughs> Wait, why have I heard that name? They're 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 getting a name they're, out there. Uh, they've, they've, they've played some big shows. How many how many viewers or followers did you guys get? Um they're yeah. they're about to something's big is about to happen for them. Um, oh, so yeah, I'll tell you scoop right there. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, well, that's cool to hear. Uh, yeah, dude, they have like a good image and a good sound. Like, I, yeah. I'm really stoked on him too, man. That's some yeah. good stuff. They're, uh, they're, they're good stuff's about to happen with them, and uh, yeah, I'm really happy for them. Um, uh, what's new with you? Are you, uh, are you still playing? Playing music? No, podcast is my thing. Uh, this is my new audio thing. Yeah. Um, I do some music on a little bit on the side. I put out like a little digital EP out a few months ago. Um, nice little plug. You can go to sososcrutiny.com slash Media. It's on there. Um, but no, I mean, after, you know, after the band stuff, I really turn my focus to video. Um, it's really hard not to play music when I pick up a piano or a guitar. It's really, I mean, I need to get that little itch out every once in a while. It's but so fun. It is. It's you know, so fun. I, I really, I, I still have a really nice piano. That's probably the only instrument. I have a Fender, but all my amps and basses and stuff I've sold and kind of let go. But my piano, I really, I can sit down on that thing for hours and just have fun. And 
Yeah, it's it's hard not to when you're a musician. It's really hard, even when you stop doing it, not to get it out. You got to get it out. Corey, you, I mean, you do it still, yeah. right? I mean, I know the band's kind of on a hiatus, but even <laughs> you, you you still have to play your guitar real once in a while, right? Yeah, I like I miss it. I miss writing. I don't even care about touring and stuff, but writing is like my dude sitting in I a studio for twelve it. hours a day. Love it. Hearing the same riff over and over again, I miss that. It sounds yeah. so. It was terrible at the time, but See, that's do you miss so, that? Do that's you, no, not at all. See, <laughs> this, this is the one thing I don't. I don't understand. Is I hear so many people. They're like, I miss like being in the studio and just perfecting a sound. What I miss is sitting in a van for eight hours. And me and Nate sitting in the back talking about a made-up band that we come up with, like the Turds. Like, hey, the Turds is doing a reunion tour, like, and like <laughs> stupid shit like that for just eight hours, going to the show, playing the gig, bloodying up my knuckles, and then going to the next gig. Like, that's all I miss. Like, I don't. I miss that too. I miss that too. But I'm also an audio kid. I went to audio school. I love being in front of a board. So. You're the live because you are. You guys were the live band. You guys yeah. were yeah. better live than your albums. Greater Heights were, were better in the studio than we were live. Like we were terrible live. Yeah. So I think that's the you know the two sides of our two bands. So yeah, that was you know some good times, Nick. I had some really good times back in the day with you, man. It was we had some good shows. Yeah, it was always fun. Um, I just. I just miss punching things like that's that. right. Yeah. <laughs> and in, in a sense that means sense. like, it, you know, on your base, not walls. <laughs> that was Chris Baez. He punched walls. Not me. <laughs> oh yeah. <for> <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he punched a wall in the Harbor house. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get some. Uh, so we mentioned Dead Wolves and then uh, uh, Broken Youth. Wait, hold Check on. Check them out. Wait. Oh, sorry. Robert. What do you got? Corey. Yes. Favorite movie? Yes. What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? And don't Ooh, and you can't right. say the Big Lebowski. That's a cop out. Because I always use that. All right, I'm gonna guess. Like, if I had to pick one movie that I had to watch forever and ever on like a deserted island, I would say The Fifth Element. Nice. I'm gonna go. That's a good one. That, right? That's I a guess solid. Gonna, that's a solid choice. Underrated action I, comedy. I man. wouldn't I select that, that from you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go a different route, like modern movie that's favorite that I could think of because I have so many Midsummer. Favorite, no. Oh, Lighthouse. So good. Dude. Lighthouse. That was the, the, that was the next one. I didn't the see Lighthouse. it. And I heard, oh, you'll love, love it. I heard but you guys' I'm, last podcast. Uh, uh, Hereditary is fucking amazing. Uh, I like it. Yeah. It's good. No, it's amazing. I just, it's not just good. I, it's, I still wake up in the middle of the night and see... <laughs> Fucking Tony Collette on my goddamn wall. Wow. Like at 3 a.m., I wake I up like to piss and go, "What the fuck!" Like every I had to rewind. I had to rewind that scene because when once they revealed that she was up there, I was like, "Was she up there the whole fucking time?" Yeah. And I re- rewound it, and she was. And she was up there and, the whole and, fucking time. And you kept saying like, "Oh, they added the jump scares for the kids," or he had to add this. There was no real jump scares or like PG thirteen. It's not true. It's not traditional, it's not but there were people in there. That moment, that that one moment where she runs out from like the kind of kind of startling, right? 
There's a couple. I'm not saying it it's, was, but it's, it wasn't like a PG-13 movie where no, the, no. the streets it, hit real right. hard. It, yeah. it, it was very like subtle and like her on the wall where like you wake up and you just you're like, wait a minute. Yep, she, that would be really like, creepy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I really I, enjoy I, it. I, I I'm it, not saying it's a bad. It, I'm Corey's in a, the. I'm in Ari Aster. Guy. I love Ari Aster. I also love so Panos. Think, Panos Cosmatos is one of my favorites. So like Mandy. This and, dude is a teacher and a Christian fuck. and a vegan, and he likes the most fucked up movies I've ever seen <laughs> in my goddamn life. I don't understand it. Irreversible, one of my faves, but it's uh, fucking weird. Nick, so Midsummer. What's yours? What? You said Big Lebowski, right? Was that your tradition? Like. Is that your go-to? Uh, yeah, uh, but I also like in Bruges. I think is a great underrated, underrated, overrated. Like depending on who you talk yep. to, I love yeah. that movie. Love it. Love great it. Love movie. it. Love it. Uh, also, uh, one nobody's ever going to say as this is my favorite movie ever. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, it's a great movie. Kiss my ass. It's a great it's, movie. From top to bottom, it's great. That's for a, a sports movie, movie yeah. yeah, it's it's a great sports but comedy movie. Like it's yeah, I Dude, like that. Of, That's great. One of my favorite one of my favorite moments is where you going with those clubs? <laughs> <laughs> I I turn to people all the time and I go, "Where are we on that one, dipshit?" And no one thinks it's funny. No one thinks it's funny. Yeah, no. hey, and the stare. Hey shooter, have yeah. you forgotten about your nine iron? Uh, <laughs> so there's so many quotes Nick please uh, we'd love to have you back on when we do a movie we'll do a movie we'll thing do a movie one yeah. we'll have you we'll watch a movie and we'll talk about it yeah or um, uh, anything sports uh, and sports yes. yeah we'll get sports movies, movies and sports WWE can we can we talk movies. about how irrelevant the angels are over no. the last 25 so, years this has been the so this has been the so so scrutiny <laughs> podcast <laughs> fucking asshole <laughs> Or, I know how bad my, our team is. Yeah, we're terrible. I know, but I know. You don't need to tell me how bad my team yeah, is. Yeah, yes, St. Louis Cardinal. Can we talk about that? Um, the only, what the about only American, reason you guys... American Gladiators, how great that show was. That's that's a good one. It is a and, good and show, And the, yeah. the Ninja Warrior is pretty good. But the only thing, the uh, only reason you guys uh, won the World Series in, what, 2004? 2011, 2011, or 06, either one. 06, that, that's the one I'm thinking of, 06. The only reason you won you, that you, one, because you had half the Angels team on your fucking lineup. That's however, why. You had however. Spezio, you had Eckstein, and then I think Molina's are on there. So. Let's, not, let's not deny the magic of that 2002 World Series. Come on. <sighs> Like, right, thank you, thank you, beautifully Corey. done, beautifully. Yeah, he, yeah, whatever. Two wild, I, two wild cards make the wild, the World Series. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. great. Hey, Nick, I know you talk shit on the Angels. I love the Cardinals. They're one of my them and the yeah, Padres. They're, they're I dope. actually root for the Cardinals. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that was so right, mean. Let's get out of here. That was so mean. That, that was so mean. Oh, I, yeah. I love your teams, but you can go fuck yourself. Hey, speaking of, <laughs> hey, I just uh, for real, uh, I want to be nice for a minute. Uh, Thursday sucks. Thrice sucks. Um, <laughs> say, any, say anything sucks. I can mute him. <laughs> I'm out of here. Sorry. Right. Yeah, fuck you, this guy. Why did we have him on the podcast at all? He was so no. good up to this. Thank you guys. Check out Dead Wolves. Check out yeah, check Dead out Wolves. Broken Youth. Um, you check, check us out at. So, so scrutiny.com. Uh, we got some merch up there. Uh, Nick, I'm going to send you out a, a coffee mug when I can. So send me your address so I can. And for being stickers. On. And stickers and shit. All right. It's been a So So Scrutiny podcast. I'm Robert. That's Nick. And I'm Corey. See you guys next time. Peace.